that's another reason why I really, you know, with running, there's so much beauty to it, man. Like, like it's not just our, our slogan for mile chasers is more than the miles. Welcome to a 209 Journey podcast. I'm your host, Luis Urbano. And before we get started with today's episode, I just want to remind everyone, if you are not yet following the social media pages for the podcast, I invite you to do so. You can find it at the 209 Journey on Facebook, X, formerly Twitter, and Instagram. Go ahead and give me a follow there. Find out when new episodes get posted. I'm also going to start sharing uh, things going on around the 209. So definitely a place that you'll be seeing more of that, especially on Instagram. That is actually one of the social media apps that I'm trying to grow the most in. And as I keep saying week by week, I get more followers every time I post a new episode. So thank you so much to everyone who follows that page. I'm going to be doing a lot more. I'm going to be doing more live streams also on Instagram and sharing more on stories and all that. So you might not see that many posts on the actual page, but trust me on the story side, you're going to be seeing me share a lot of stories. Check that out. Follow it again at the 209 Journey on Instagram. All right, so on episode 39 of the 209 Journey, I'm going to be talking to Luis. First time I believe that actually I am talking to someone that we share the same name with, but he also goes by Freddy. He's actually one of the founders of Milo Chasers 209, which is actually a running club that I actually just found out about until recently because I am a runner as well. I haven't been running as much as a lot of the people in Milo Chasers, but... <laughs> Slowly getting there, slowly doing a few races, and I actually just did a 10K race over in downtown Stockton for Thanksgiving Day, the run against hunger. So if you guys are interested in doing that run, highly encourage you to do so. It was a really neat experience, and what better than running actually on Thanksgiving Day and then eating a lot afterwards, recovering all the lost <laughs> calories is, is a great thing. So had a great time, and I'm excited to talk here to uh, Luis about Mile Chasers 209 and a few other things as well. So without further ado, let's go ahead and introduce our guest tonight. So welcome to the 209 Journey, Luis. How's it going? Thanks a lot. Doing great. How are you? Uh, I'm doing good. I'm really excited to hear more about your story and all that too. I, I mean, I it's the first time, first of all, I said it earlier that I'm interviewing someone else with my same name, which is a pretty cool thing. <laughs> I, I don't know. It took me 39 episodes to finally... <laughs> Get some with my name on, on the show. Yeah, re really excited to find out more about your running story. I mean, I, I just mentioned it right now to everyone. I'm also a runner myself. I mean, I'm still a starter. I've only been running for like two, three years. So just really looking forward to hearing more about Mile Chasers and, and all your different running stories that I'm sure span across the entire country from what I was looking at on your Instagram. First of all, I want to thank you for, for having me on, taking the time to, to bring me on and, and for, for, just doing what you do, you know, highlighting other people. I took a look at what the people you've had on as well. And it, it seems like everyone just highlighting the positivity and the good people that, that are in the community. I think that's amazing, you know, because it can go easily overshadowed by other things that people might have to say about the city or, or you know, comments or things that, that you hear, right? It's usually the bad things that get highlighted. And so I think having people like you that highlight positivity and and good people that that are around is is good to have so so thank you for that oh yeah of course yeah yeah the media i mean they're, they're always trying to sell is this how well we right. see it right especially our local media i mean they they sprinkle in a few good stories here and there but you know, you check those newspapers and it just seems like they're always trying to highlight the bad and so it's good good to have the good and and you know get encourage more people to visit our area who aren't from here and move as well right since you know we found people from all around, especially from the Bay Area, moved down here. So, you know, guaranteeing them like, hey, we're we're a good area and there's a lot of good people around here. Right. All right. Well, I want to start asking you a little bit more about your journey to Stockton. I know you were telling me you were born in Mexico. You moved to Colorado when you were five and then you moved to Stockton where you're still at when you were 12. But tell me, what, what was it like for you moving around and especially, you know, when you moved from Colorado to Stockton and, and how, how that was like? Well, it was, first of all, it was pretty, pretty difficult coming. It's two completely different environments. So over there, just the, the people are around. It's very, very different for sure. 
And uh, although I was a, a child at the time, only 12 years old, you know, you're at the you're at a tough time in school where, you know, you ha- you got tough kids, you got bullies, you got, you know, and so being the new kid on the block and and the new kid at school with different ideas and completely different, you know, you come here to the melting pot of different ethnicities and different beliefs and all these things. So it was definitely hard hard to to get here and and get used to the environment, but it happened really quick. I mean, like you mentioned, I I was born in Mexico and moved moved to the US at an early age, five years old. And so I had to deal with that. And although I was young, I still do remember what that transition was like. Usually you do remember those life-changing moments in your life. And and it just for whatever reason, even though you're very young, you 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 clearly remember a lot of things and emotions and things like that. So the move from Colorado to California was difficult, but getting used to the environment from Mexico to the US was bigger than that. So so coming here was difficult for a little while until I got friends and and you know started uh started to get t- t- started to call it home more than anything. Yeah, no, I can imagine how difficult it was too. I mean, I moved from the Patterson area to Modesto when I was about almost that same age too, and it was it was tough. So I can only imagine moving state to state. It's like, oh no, yeah. you're uh, you're a ways out from. <laughs> I remember getting here at 12 years old and, you know, you get to a school with new kids and the first person that talks to you, like, that's who you want to be your friend at that age. Cause you know, you have nobody. And, and I remember that boy that became my, my friend was nobody liked him at that school. So one day I was in the bathroom and this is in the first week of school, you know, and I get like four or five kids come to come up to me in the bathroom and they're like, Hey, uh, if you're going to be friends with him, then you got a problem with us. You know, at 12 years old, new kid. And, so you know that was that was the welcoming to hear, but it, it was definitely rough. But you you know you that's what it is to be to be a kid. You go through these things, and and I think that's the that's the cool thing of of going through these things is you can highlight them. And as you ha- when you have your kids and stuff like that, you can bring that up to them and speak up about it. Bullying, you know, a lot of people speak about bullying nowadays. Before it was not talked about as much as it as it is now. So I think that's a big thing, and yeah, that's just a part of growing up. But it was. It was a little hard at first. Oh, yeah. I know I I experienced that myself, too. And, you know, I'm glad that there's more of consciousness now, right? Of like, hey, this is an issue that's been going on for a long time. And, you know, we got to make sure we address it and that, you know, everyone can feel like you can speak up without any repercussions or like any feeling of that. Exactly. Well, you moved to Stockton and I know, I mean, Stockton's changed quite a bit, right? A, a lot of uh, improvements in the city, a lot of different things, you know, happening around. Just tell me, what has it been like for you, especially still being in Stockton to see it change? And, and how has it changed? Well, I think the biggest changes that I see, and I, from the age of, from when I moved here to high school, so 13, 14, I didn't play sports. I had a back condition that didn't allow me to, don't know where it came from, don't know if it was a growth thing or but I couldn't run. I couldn't, I'd have back issues when I'd run. I'd have like a really deep pain in my back. So it wouldn't go away. And when I was 13, 14, I remember they had the turkey trot, you know, in middle school and I could never do that. I had always had that, that back problem. I don't know if you've ever heard of, of a soldador. It's like a Mexican uh, massage. Oh day. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I, I, one of my uncles took me to one and he, he solved the issue and I was able to, you know, start to get into a, to running started started to get into soccer and so that i think more than anything gave me a space where our biggest changes so as a kid i remember there wasn't much of sports growing up i mean there was like but for soccer for example i played i started off with soccer and soccer you only had a couple competitive teams or maybe one or two in the area the resources there was not many to what i remember and i think that from then, because that's a part of my lifestyle, athletics has just been part of my lifestyle. I think that's one of the areas that I see biggest changes in is like we have a lot of like soccer, a lot of football, a lot of basketball, a lot of a lot, a lot more things in the community that allow kids from an early age to get involved. And that makes a big difference through through schooling and, and growing up and, you know, learning the disciplines through a sport, stuff like that. And I think that also reflects on the community like you you have 
people, adults that, that, you know, in their twenties at that time are now in their thirties or forties. And they've also got into areas that you see, you see the work being done, you know, to improve. Um, obviously not everything. There's always going to be, you know, things missing. Not They say all the change doesn't happen overnight. Right. So I think it's a lot of work and it's always a work in progress. So it is nice to see we have tons of competitive teams. We have, you know, a lot of people getting involved and, and giving more resources to the community to be able to have people involved and, and doing things. Although we lost a lot of like, I remember there's a hammer skate, you know, like, like little, little areas where you can go and do stuff. We are, are lost. I think there's other areas being worked on currently to, to, you know, bring, bring that to the, to the kids and, and that'll eventually reflect on on the whole community you know like like you had mentioned with the run with the running and with p- getting people involved in in the conscious being conscious of bullying and and uh, mental health and stuff like that i think that is huge on the community although it's not direct like it might not come directly from within the community it's something that there's been awareness brought to and it's you it's it's obvious that it's that it's definitely been a big change now from then till now yeah, no, we definitely live in better times. And I'm, I'm really glad to see just how much sports have grown in Stockton and how there's more opportunities. Like, you know, we got the Stockton Cargo for women's soccer that just started their first season, you know, just uh, earlier this year. And then, of course, you got the Stockton Kings, right? So you have a little avenue there, right, as well. And just, you know, you got UOP with their sports and like they, they've had pretty competitive teams and all that. So it's it's awesome awesome because you know sports do teach you a lot right people might often think oh it's more just like the exercise and fitness aspect of it but there's just a lot more benefits that you get from having more sports involvement and all that in the community so i can honestly say that's that's and i i can only speak on my my experience right and so my experience has directly been through athletics like it like everything that i've learned my my disciplines my my ambitions everything that i've learned have been directly connected to athletics like everything has stemmed from that and and i think if it wasn't for athletics it would be hard for me to understand a lot of things about life i'd have to go through through other avenues to to try to explore them and you know growing up like here in stockton and the truth real the truth is that there it's much easier in the teenage years to fall into paths that are bad than it is to fall into paths that are good. You know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of things you can do in the street. You can go to the, like, I, I went through that stage through a middle school and high school where everyone is peer pressured or, you know, you walk home and there's stuff going on at the park and, and stuff like that, you know? So I, I, I saw it and I had, I have friends that, that, you know, were less fortunate and made bad decisions at the time that now, you know, they, they've suffered the rest of their life from from those decisions unfortunately but but being that i was an athlete like i didn't have time for that i had to go to practice like once i started playing soccer i had to go to practice after school i had you know other i started building other disciplines so that's why when i speak about the changes it's like it's directly connected to athletics for me and so seeing that there is a lot more of that in the city is like it, it it's really nice to see because i wish that at that point in my life there was the resources that there is now for kids, you know, to be able to, to go to these clubs or go to these places where you can go play a sport. And, you know, there's people that want to get you involved and keep you there because those things, you don't know it at that age, but are really, really important. Like you just said, right. You can, you can apply those same disciplines to life and every, any goals that you have, anything like that, you, you apply the same principles to it. So that's why I speak on, on that change directly to sports because to me that's what it's been until now it's still that you know it's oh yeah crazy. yeah no i, I think it, it like i said it's just really awesome how much you could benefit from sports i mean health is like a big thing too and all that of course <laughs> you know being healthy through exercising and sports and it's just nice that you get all the all the benefits right from yeah. being a part of them running career before we talk about my old chasers here and I know you're a certified running coach and you've done a few races and all that. So let's first start in terms of like where your interest in running came. And then let's talk about how you got to be a certified running coach too. Yeah. So running, I've always done 
it was never something that I that I just wanted to do to run, right? So running started stemmed from obviously playing soccer. I was a I was a winger, so my I had to have conditioning. And I've funny story. I when I got to high school, it was my first year actually playing organized soccer, and so that year I I failed to make the JV team. But the coach there that I thought I was going to make it, so I showed up to the practice and. The coach saw that I had my stuff and, you know, all the guys that made it were my friends because I grew up with them through middle school. So he came over to me. His name's Dale Strawn out of McNair. Comes over to me and he's like, hey, man, uh, I'll tell you what, if you keep showing up, you know, day in, day out, when when grade cuts come, I'll I'll offer you a spot on the team. And so I, I did that. I got I got, you know, that's where I started, started playing that. And I kid you not, man, from that day on, it was like, if I had training, I'd go to training. If when once I got off, I'd go run. You know, I'd go run. I have I had a friend who was like psycho man, just running all the time with with vests, with ankle weights all the time. And and I looked up to him a lot. And he would run miles on miles on miles. And and at that age, it's like, well, I don't want to just run to run. I want to run to play <laughs> soccer, right? So I'd run a lot to improve my soccer without any idea of how it actually happened. So I just did it to do it. So I, I just became I just became obsessed with working out and running and and doing anything that I could to become a better soccer player because not making the team that year just kind of put a chip on my shoulder of like how is it possible that you know all these guys and and I came to learn that all these guys had played soccer from four years old from five years old you know so I would play around these guys that had been playing most of their lives and being able to do that just made me so much better because I'm around better people than than I am and and learning the 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 what they did, like this guy that would run all the time, I'd run with him. You know, I couldn't keep up, but I'd still try. And I, and eventually, you know, I started getting into running for that to be a better midfielder, to be able to, you know, not get tired in ninety minutes, to play tournaments and not get tired. I'd run with that purpose. But once I got into, I went to Delta College to play, got my first knee injury, so I was unable to. The doctor told me he didn't recommend me doing any sports that that had changed the direction and stuff like that so you know I was kind of handicapped there with that but I started running just as a way of keeping myself healthy and still trying with the idea of like I can still play somewhere I can still go and try again you know and so that's kind of where the running stemmed from but I didn't enjoy it like I do now that mm. kind of was over time after I got I got a second injury and then I started doing I I was now obsessed with the competitive aspect of soccer. I I love competition. I'm very competitive in anything. You know, if I if we, we, we I used to I had I used to race all the kids on the block when I was like 5 or 5 6 7 years old and I always wanted to win and I'd get mad if I lost, you know. So I guess that's been a part of me. So being competitive afterwards without soccer it was like a very big hole you know it was like almost a loss of purpose at that age I couldn't understand it but I knew that something was wrong you know I I got like literally I worked at a soccer store when I wasn't at the soccer store I was at the soccer field if I wasn't at the soccer field I was playing soccer like I was doing soccer all the time so to get that removed from my life I felt like I needed something and that's kind of when I got involved into Spartan races and for Spartan races you know you do the same it's like a four mile, then you do a seven mile, and then you do the the other one is like a half marathon, 13, 14, 15 Spartan miles, they call them. And so I started training for that with the purpose of improving to be more more durable for those races. And that's kind of where it started to be more of a, I actually enjoy this. I actually enjoy the running and I'm, I'm seeing the benefits of of it through the disciplines that I learned from soccer. So like doing it day in, day out, strength training I've always done. So doing little things here and there, that's kind of where I, I'm just obsessed with with improvement. I'm obsessed with like the the journey of doing that. And and obviously there's been failures like my my knee injuries and other other injuries, but I've always found a way to over, overcome those. And and that's what I really like, man. Like I I I I thoroughly like like I love the challenges and injuries are very unfortunate. And with running comes many injuries if you don't mm. know what, exactly what you're doing or if you're not doing it safely, if you're trying to do what others are doing. And so that whole thing of running and, and injuries and overcoming that and 
you know, now with being heavily involved in races and, and the club, like now running has just been, it's been the biggest thing for my life right now. So next to soccer, the running has been the biggest thing. Thanks to that journey of from soccer. Yeah. Hey, well, you know, that, that happens in life, right? Sometimes you go through tough times like you did with the entry, but you find another place, right? You find another avenue and, and you, you were able to, to discover that, which is really good, right? You, you found a, a purpose right after that. Cause I, I, I know exactly what you're going through and I'm sure <laughs> not having soccer, not being able to, to play competitively as much must have been tough, you know, at the time. Oh yeah, it is, man. It's a, when, when your life revolves around something and it gets taken away and it's, it's, there's nothing you can do about it. Like it's easily to, to just fall almost. I, I, I've never personally, I, I don't know what it's like to go and be depressed. I don't know what it's mm -hmm. like to, you know, have, have anything like mentally. I don't know, but I know that at that point when it got taken away, it almost felt like there was no purpose. Like, what is the purpose of me? You know, this is what I've been striving to do. Like I, everything that I do is to to reach this goal of playing and going and getting better. And and so that taken away is is definitely a big hit. And that's that's another reason why I really you know with running, there's so much beauty to it, man. Like like it's not just our our slogan for mile chasers is more than the miles. And and the reason for that is is like. A lot of people like me, I started because I'm an athlete and I've and running was a part of of the sport that I did. And so that kind of just happened to me by accident. But a lot of people do it for fitness. Like I want to lose weight, right? I want to lose weight. And that's where it starts. I want to lose weight or I want to change something about me. So the easiest thing in the it's free, right? You go out, you can run anywhere. You don't need to do anything special to go out and run. So most people start that way. And then it becomes a lot more than that, man. Like like it literally starts to shape how you think it starts to shape your decisions it starts to shape like the people you associate with it, like a lot of things begin to change and it starts to reflect on your life and next thing you know you know your whole life if you were going through a tough time with like you know i've met plenty that are going through depression who've lost somebody or lost lost something that really mattered to them and and they get into running and next thing you know like they managed to get over that man and, and it's amazing to see that for sure yeah no the power of running too i mean i started doing it too as a form of like just distraction right of like life and stress and all that in life and it's just it's nice nice being able to to go outside especially if the weather's nice and and all that like oh yeah I mean, there's no better better thing than being outside and in weather especially when you get to run out in nature too i mean that's that's oh, yeah. another level too right. uh, well in terms of like your certification for like coaching running and all that how did that go down what, what does it take to to get certified so that came because once i was actually into only running so me and me and some buddies used to go out and run and and train for the spartan races together we do it here locally then we started going to like sacramento and then bay area and doing different routes maybe with hills because you know most of the spartan races have hills so we started looking for different areas to run in to train for that and then people started reaching out to each of us, kind of trying to see if we'd ever run here, you know, do more shorter runs locally so they could join us. And so when we started getting into that, that's kind of where the club formed. And then that's after some time in the club, I wanted to know more for myself because I've always liked training myself. Like I, I, I'm a nerd when it comes to movement and athletics. Like I want to know everything that the that you, the elite athletes do like like their habits one of my soccer, favorite soccer players ronaldo because of his Cristiano ronaldo because of his habits you know yes he's an amazing soccer player but everything that he stands for and his habits and his everything that he does is just work ethic and and hard work and so that that's that's the reason why i we started looking into coaching because a lot of people around us I, I, if I'm going to tell you something, I would like to be well-educated on it and know what I'm talking about instead of just guessing on it. And so a lot of people were looking up to me because I, I've been an athlete and I do Spartan races and now I'm doing, you know, just, just regular races, marathons, half marathons, 5Ks. And so um, a lot of people from the club started coming up and, and, you know, looking for advice and things like that. And that's why I, I ended up 
looking into different certifications that I could have. While I was in school, I was going into the goal was kinesiology. But then after the injuries and stuff like that, I ended up dropping that and and started working. So my passion has always been that area of like being a coach and like learning about the body and movement and all that. So looking into the certifications, I, we found a Roadrunners Club of America, which was very uh, well-known. They, they run, they, it's a very big system that they have going on with very good reviews and very good coaches. So that one stood out the most. And what it took was, what was it during COVID? Usually they do in-person, like, I guess you'd say meetings or they go and they go over, you know, different, you go like through base level physiology and anatomy and, and different, different things for the body and movement just to get you base level on those things. But then also program creation and understanding different training methods and learning to apply that to different individuals and how they, how their lifestyle is and, you know, how how you can get them to reach those goals and being educated on all those things, having all the tools to get those individuals there. And for me, I really, like I said, I like to, to learn myself and I like to apply these things on myself. So I started off with myself. I had the certification for a year and I took all the, the things that I learned through the, through the certification process, applied it to myself and kind of, you know, notice the changes and notice the structure of everything and what worked for me. So I started taking on clients as well and applying those principles to them. Saw great results with them. Everybody that I've worked with at the moment are very happy. They go to their races and most of them are beginners. So of course you're going to see a lot of changes and but it's nice to see that that the things that I learned through the certification process and applying it to different individuals with different training styles and different lifestyles all can attain their goals. So that's kind of where that, where that came from and where it's, where it's at now, helping, helping other people. And I still coach myself. I, I haven't, other than looking, looking, I have a good friend from another run club here locally, Landsharks, Lucas, his, his club is Landsharks. And Luke is a very knowledgeable guy. He's, he's given us plenty of advice as well, me and my brother, Oscar. So that's also been, been great to have a good, a good man. That's, that's been around running, running specifically for much longer than, than I have for sure. And, and yeah, that's, that's kind of where that's at. No, well, yeah, that's really good. I mean, I'm sure it must be really satisfying to see people achieve their results. And like you said, all all through the the training that you got from there. So that's, uh, that's really cool. We need more, uh, Certified running coaches too, because you're the first that I. I mean, I'm sure there's probably more in the two nine, but but I'm like you're the first that I meet here in the two nine. But hopefully that also inspires others, to maybe even like get that certification too, and and learn a little bit more. Because like you said, it's good to know exactly when we're out there running. You know, if you get injured, right, like how to properly take care of yourself and when to stop running, <laughs> so you don't you know, make it worse. That's the thing about it is you think about running, and like I said, it's free and it's simple. All you have to do is go outside and run, but. When you get to the, like, like, you know, you set a goal. Let's just give an example. You want to set a half marathon goal. And to get to that, you can't just go out and run all the time because there's that, like, go hard or go home or no pain, no gain, you know, mm-hmm. thing that you hear from, you know, 10 years ago that, that people would, would think that that's the way to do things. And, and now new science discovery says that's not the truth, you know, that's not the truth. There's actually a method to to improving and adaptation and time and different forms of of stresses that you can apply to your body so you can ultimately you know create create this performing better performing body you know and learning those little tricks and knowing how to apply them to each individual that's the cool part is like it's not just going out and running it it, it is going out and running but there's there's you know heart rate there's pace there's so many things cadence form there's so many things that you can use to improve and ultimately reach a level that that you, nobody knew like each individual never they doubt everybody seems to doubt themselves everybody seems mm-hmm. to come and say well i don't know if i can do a half marathon i don't know if i can do a a marathon you know but but through repetition and and doing it and 
and doing what you're told and being coachable, like everyone can achieve goals. But yeah, hopefully more coaches are are inspired to go get a certification and help more people out. That'd be that'd be great. Yeah, no, that's true. Yeah, people do uh <laughs> doubt themselves too. I mean, I never thought I'd be able to do a, a 5K and I'm over here actually earlier today for lunch, going out running around and uh, doing a 5K too. So yeah, now, yeah. now I just do them like they're nothing. I'm like, oh, that's just a, just a run across the street, no? Just a 5K. <laughs> <laughs> it's a warm-up, right? Yeah. For sure. Well, I want to talk a little bit more about your career in running. And like I said, I know you've done runs just all across the board everywhere and all that. But tell me more about like what's been like your most memorable run, the one that like you talked to everyone about, maybe because you got your best time or you just really enjoyed the atmosphere. Well, marathons, I'm only going on my third one now. Half marathons, I've done four. And then t- 10Ks and 5Ks, I've done them all over the like all over the place all the time plenty of those but i think my most most memorable one would probably be this latest one new york usually usually for a race you you know you have a goal to hit you have a new time you want to beat especially in like the marathon or the half marathon where it's a lot more strategic and a lot it takes a lot more work both in the in on during the training training blocks and in the program to get there it takes a lot more work than a 5k or 10k so Usually there's there's that goal in mind, right? To be be a time. But for New York, me and a couple of my friends, my brother, there was five of us that that went over there with the goal of just like absorbing the atmosphere and just enjoying when you're going fast or you're trying to go fast and you're working hard, it's hard to really be present other than the things that you're feeling while you're running. So just paying attention how do your body feels, if you're feeling tired, if you should slow down, if you should speed up. So all these things are in your mind and you're not really paying much attention to the to the, your surroundings. 26 miles goes by really fast, even though it's it, it can take three, four, however long it takes you. It, it It's a long journey, but it f- feels like it goes by in a blink of an eye because you're so present in the moment. And it's just a very weird experience. But for this one, for New York, the goal was literally to go out there and just no, no pace in mind. Just I had read it was one of the most uh, amazing marathons to be a part of because you know they close down the five boroughs and and people are out in the street and they're cheering you on and and literally man it's like a 26 mile block party like people from mile one to mile 26 just cheering you on and it's 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 amazing like seeing that kind of energy you know from strangers and you know people go out and they put their names on their shirts so as you're running everyone's yelling out your name and it's pretty impressive what during a difficult time like a lot of people go out there and try to beat a certain time or you know first marathon or or anything like that so hearing your name uh, when you're that tired and hurting that much is it's pretty impressive what it can do to your mind you know so that that run is definitely the most memorable and although it's recent i know just being in that environment and those people and the energy it's just like no other so that's going to be pretty hard to top. <laughs> yeah, no, that's really cool that they put your name. I feel like more races, especially when it comes to half marathons and marathons, should uh, do that with people because yeah. that it people sounds really it, motivating. Yeah, it's on your bib, but people put it on their shirts, pretty big, so people can, you know, read them and and while you're running, they can read them from afar, from a distance. So people do that to their to their run shirts. Oh, okay, okay. So people actually, okay. I, I was thinking like they. Uh, it came from organizers themselves to like mm-hmm. put it mm-hmm. big on like a shirt or something. I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. that'd be cool though. They should. Yeah, but uh, it really does help. Go go soccer jersey style. Put the Why? last name behind <laughs> and all that, and <laughs> you got people calling you by your first and last name. <laughs> yeah, that that would be that'd be really cool. But yeah, wow. I mean, I, I've heard great things about the race too in, in New York, and and it's it's nice that you know the people you know, rally around every single mile. And, and I know, you know, when you're out there doing a race, when you have people cheering you on, you might not know who they are, but just knowing that people are out there supporting others who are, you know, out there trying to meet their times, or maybe you're just trying to complete the race, I think is, is really awesome of people to, to do that. Yeah, for sure. Well, 
I know you uh, kind of briefly spoke on uh, Mile Chasers and and just kind of how it got started, but can you tell me more about the the people that you know got it started? I know you and a few friends got started with it. Just tell me more about how that idea like sparked and and all that. Well, we used to go out and run first with training for for the Spartan races is where we would always get together and we'd include like workouts. We'd go to to the Bay Area and find hills and and you know throw burpees in there and and try to try to mimic what a Spartan race feels like. And so that's what we were doing at first. Then we kind of started doing more of the distance on road. And though that in, that included going to like Oakland, American River in Sacramento, it has a really n- nice paved paved uh, bike path. So we'd run on there. Then people, so it was, it was five of us and people would reach out to, to each of us kind of asking, you know, Hey, are you guys going to, and we were doing, you know, 10 to 15 miles on those, on those long runs. So a lot, most people can't do that distance. And so it was kind of intimidating to most people, but they would ask, you know, are you guys going to ever do shorter distances? Are you guys, you guys should do one here in Stockton maybe a couple miles, you know? And so that kind of is what brought the idea of, well, maybe we should try to run here locally and then see if people want to come out. And on on our run, actually, we, we were just on the way there and we were like, what, what would we call, what would we call it? You know? And so one of the guys was like, why not mile chasers? And, and that's kind of where the name came from. And we just, it was, it was a very spontaneous thing where we just said, well, why don't we organize getting together at Victory Park there on on Pershing, and then we'll start an Instagram account and and let our friends know through our personal accounts that we'll be getting together there. We made a couple shirts with 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 the name on there, and we got together doing the Sunday runs. The first time we were there, we maybe had like, including us, like twelve, thirteen people, and then week by week, that kind of continued to grow more and more people started to get involved and at first i don't know i i had i had this well we all noticed people people would come out and be really intimidated because i feel there's this negative stigma attached to running where you know in soccer if if you have a bad game well what do you do you run in <laughs> pe if you were talking or weren't doing what you're supposed to do what do you do you run and so there's that negative thing attached to running where it's like it's a it's a consequence you know it's not so fun not so enjoyable like why would you want to run for fun and i think when people would come out it's like well i'm here because there's a group and i don't really like doing this but i'm going to do it anyways and and like week by week if those people continue to show up it started becoming a more enjoyable thing and you know we keep we keep tabs with everyone on social media so then you know if those people we're only doing the Sunday runs. Next thing you know, they're working out throughout the week and they're running on their own throughout the week. And then, you know, the, the, the group continued to get bigger and bigger and bigger. So we, one of the things we really, really loved about going to these races is the energy is, is the, the running community is just, it's, I want to compare it to soccer because that's the only other one I know, but, but in soccer, you're in opposite teams all the time, and so you're always you always have these rivalries, right? Like uh, that's that we hang out with our 22 and their families, and they hang out with their own 22 and their families. But when you go to a race, when you go to any kind of race, all the people are on the same team. We're all there for the same thing. We're you know for this moment, like we all have the same finish line, and we're all going to get on that line. We're going to take off. We're all going to suffer together. And that that has been one of the most amazing things to be a part of. And I think that inspired us to say, well, why don't we throw a race here locally? We don't hear much about it at the time. Now that the, now there's a couple organizations that throw races, or maybe I'm just not hearing about them now that I'm more involved in it. But I, I see it a lot more. And so we threw our first annual Stockton Slate last year, and it was a big success with a lot of the people that came out through the Sundays. Because we have... You know, every Sunday is not the same. Now we do Tuesday runs with Fleet Feet. We do Saturday runs at a at some park. Michael Fackless on Eight Mile usually, but we switch locations here and there. But every day is different people almost. We have a, a number of people that come out every day with us, and and you know those people continue to run throughout the week with us without us. 
but for the for the race itself like, i mean we had a we had over 300 runners and and the community a lot large part of the community knew about it and a lot i'm sure didn't know but the the goal is to continue to to grow that and grow what we have with the club the club our our main objective has has been and i hope you know it's it shows that we just had a love like like what we have got from running and being able to share that and removing that stigma that it's that it's a consequence allowing people providing people with the space to come and you know join a community of positive positive people come out and you know just do it one day and and it's almost like a bag of doritos you know you grab one and then after you're done running you're like oh, i should maybe i'll do that again you know and then it feels good and and running is hard it never actually gets easier but you do get better at it and so the perception of 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 the suffering that you do like you just said right three miles was a 5k might have been hard at one point now you're like oh, it's across the street perception changes and i think the more you do it it gets it gets easier and you get better but being able to do that anyone can do that you know anybody can just come and, and join join regardless of your background regardless if you're an athlete like a lot of people come and they're like well i'm not very fast and it's like well you don't have to be you just come on walk today come on walk and jog a little bit and then you know little by little we have people like i said now we have over 20 people involved in races like right now we have cim coming up this weekend in sacramento and we have i want to say we have like 12 of our runners that are doing the full marathon something that would have been you know from beginners to now it's like it's amazing to see and that's not even saying all the people that are doing 10k races and 5k races that are working their way up to do to do marathons and that's speaking of people that have never been athletes have never ran didn't believe in running thought running mm-hmm. was, you know like something so painful and now you know everyone is just inspired by it and so that's kind of what the club has done and where it came from and where it's at now we continue to to provide uh, we get people sometimes that are like hey what's the catch you know like why are you guys out here doing this for free and why do you guys provide drinks and why do you guys like what's the catch what are you guys trying to sell and it's like honestly we're just trying to give you a space or anybody a space to come out and join us and and just take this that we have learned through me through athletics the other guys through different different ways and just the disciplines that you can that you can get from it and how it can change your mental health is so big right now and and mm-hmm. you know good that everyone is talking about it because i i feel especially from like the hispanic the hispanic culture it's like mm-hmm. a lot of things that you feel a lot of things that you know if there's something wrong with you you don't speak about it you just keep, keep moving you know you don't what do you mean you're you're feeling sad or you're feeling you know none of that and so like being in a time in the world where we can speak about it and having having groups not only speaking about ours but you know any other groups that are that are spreading that that awareness and allowing people to come and and kind of work on themselves and improve themselves through running like that's that's the best thing that 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 can come from that. And I, it brings a lot of fulfillment to us as the organizers to, to see the people wow, now going on two years and seeing all their lives change. And we have, you know, police officers, we have firefighters, we have teachers, we have nurses, we have people from all walks, walks of life. Just amazing to see that, that everyone can take a little piece and apply it to their life and, and improve their life. Yeah, no, they have the, the power of running too. I mean, we, Spoke on it before, and it's just amazing how much you can get from that, and and just all the people that you can meet. I mean, you were you were telling me right at, at the race that there's people from like all ages, right? And it's it's just motivating, right, for anyone, whoever might be listening right now. Doesn't matter how old you are. There's someone your age out there that is actually going right to all the weekly runs that y'all have, and and also to the races too. And people don't believe it. I mean, they could just go on any race and look at the results and more often they usually put the age right next to your score there and i mean you see all the ages right they're reflected in any run and and some really like amazing times right by people that are like at an age where you maybe wouldn't think they'd be as competitive right because of of age but 
they're still out there getting like really amazing times and running faster than than us too, right? <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, you have great athletes, and and I think I think that's that's the cool thing is many many people for whatever reason are kind of intimidated. If you're an introvert, you might be scared to play on a team sport because you know there's there's all these people watching and you have you know x amount of people playing on your team and if you make a mistake like these things is not for everyone but with running like you said there's a power behind it and and any level whether you're an athlete or not can can do it and you start obviously everything when you start is is a little difficult but learning to to master a skill and 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 doing that on your own the cool thing about running too and see what i mean i can talk about this forever man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the thing what i really really like about running is you know playing in a team sport your focus is always on something else when you're playing a sport is like mm-hmm. you're either trying to hit a ball you're trying to catch a ball you're trying to kick a ball you're trying to score a goal and you're unaware like i don't remember i remember being tired playing soccer but it was not something that i was super super in touch with and with running you go when you start to do longer distances you become really really aware like your mind and your body it sounds cliche a little bit but they it, it's like you're super aware in the moment you're you're within yourself you're you're thinking about how you're feeling you're you're in your own thoughts it's not the goal i guess is to finish the run but the whole journey there like there's you know you're in your head the whole time you're you're battling yourself with maybe i should slow down maybe i should stop maybe i shouldn't do this and you know it it just it goes in ups and downs ups and downs on those longer runs it's like you have really great moments very 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 great moments where they call it even a runner's high where you're just in a flow state you're just running nothing hurts you feel like you can run forever and then all of a sudden you come down and everything hurts your ankle hurts your knee hurts <laughs> right and and then you can stop there, but if you overcome that low point, you will reach another high point. So it will mm-hmm. keep on. It's it's a pattern. And if you notice with life, we 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 go through the same thing. We we have times in our life when we're doing really good and we have a great job and we're healthy and you know. And then all of a sudden, boom! Something when it rains, it pours. Right? Something happens. Next thing you know, everything happens. And and I think through running and and learning that you can overcome things both mentally with yourself like being aware of these things and knowing that you are the one who controls your your mind your thoughts and that's the one thing that you can control i think learning that with running can be directly applied to life when you're going through tough times it's like i know i can if i just sit through this and and you know not give up and and stay positive and try to do what i can and control what i can control and let the other things kind of you know work themselves out or go however they're going to go you can eventually pull yourself out of many things, you know, many things. And, and I think it's, it's, it's very directly correlated with, with, with running. And I think that's the power, the power of that is, is amazing, you know? Yeah, no, I, that's very well described. I mean, that's exactly what you go through and, and running and, you know, you just, I think what also helps is that you see other people running around you and then you feel like I got to step it back up. I, I took a, <laughs> I took a good, you know, minute or 30 second break. I, I just, I got to keep going because uh, other people are running and you get motivated from seeing others. And I think that's what I like the most about races versus maybe when you're just training on your own, it's not the same, but, or, you know, going out and, and training with, with your group and seeing other people also running just kind of, I think it becomes a contagious kind of thing, right? Where you feel like I could also be at that level or I could pace myself and maybe be at, at their level eventually. And, and it feels good. You know, when, when you're at that moment where, you, you know, others are, are out there and, you know, everyone's kind of supporting each other, which I'm sure you guys have probably done when you do half marathons and marathons where you really got to have that support if you're running with others and, you know, to, not to leave someone behind, you know, be waiting in the finish line for like an hour, two hours for them to right. <laughs> get to that point. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, this well, is amazing. You know, I know you guys have some runs. I know you have a run here coming up shortly. As of this recording, I think within the next week, if I my calculation is correct, I think when I post this and, and all that. But, you know, can you tell everyone more about that race and maybe other maybe future races that might be happening next year? As far as the club goes or as far as just in general? 
You know what, club in general, too. Yeah, if you know any general ones, too, yeah, feel free to mention them. Well, for the club, we do have on December 17th, and this will be the second annual Stockton Sleigh is the name of it. This will be the second one that we hold, and that will continue next year as well in December. We we are really excited about that and the growth of it and, you know, just bringing the community together, man. On We have we have the uh, the Run for Hunger on, in, on Thanksgiving Day, and so we use a, a very similar route there, the same location. So that's that's one that's always... Everyone knows that that time of year there's that run, and then ours hopefully will become that. As far as next year comes, you know, there's, there's, I know there's organizers organizing different races at, you know, different months, but I'm not too sure of the dates. As far as, as the club goes, we'd like to throw a second race. We just aren't sure what the dates for that will be either. But definitely the more that we can keep people in the loop with, with doing races is, is a good motivator for people to set goals and and to wanna to wanna be a part of. So so yeah. But definitely as a club, we always are getting involved in the marathons and 5Ks and local local races all around. We went to Santa Rosa. There's Santa Rosa has a big marathon. San Francisco has another one. CIM in Sacramento. Modesto has one in March that we'll also be at. So yeah, those are the bigger ones that we'll be at. Nice, yeah. Yeah, I'll be doing my half marathon next year, so I'm really excited about that too. It'll be the first time that I do that. And yeah, no, it's nice to see different races pop up around the 209 and, and out, out of the 209 as well. I mean, there's a lot of, like you mentioned, that San Francisco one is one that I've had my eye on for a while now too, and it's it's great. One last thing here before I let you go. It's been really awesome just to hear now your, your story about running and just all that. Hopefully we motivate more people to... <laughs> To get out there and just you know run could just be one mile that's cool it could just be one lap around a yeah. track that's a, anything helps and it you got to start somewhere is there anything else that you wanted to mention about mile chasers and also if you could you know share the socials where people can sign up to learn more and and just you know also sign up for the race of course that you know happening here shortly yeah i think no i we we pretty much talked about everything that that we got going on. I think the only thing is, you know, if if anybody is thinking about or looking for some activity outside of, you know, just working home, I think a good option that you have and very cost effective is running. And and you anybody's welcome, all ages, all any anybody's welcome, all levels, whether you're an athlete or not, you know, it open doors to everyone to come out and join us. Tuesdays, Saturdays and Sundays we run and we we have a location that it, it's not so boring. Yeah, we run along one of the branches of the Delta and Sunrise, and you know it's a it's very beautiful days out there. So anyone can always come and join us. Our our Instagram is MileChasers209, and that also has our our links to our our web page there with all our our scheduled runs or where we'll be running next. We always update through there and Halo. The Stockton Sleigh also for the race coming up and the registrations are open right now up until the week of. And yeah, my personal one is Freddie underscore F4S. So anyone interested in in getting in contact with me or any questions or anything can feel free to re- do it there. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that with everyone. And uh, yeah, thank you so much, Luis, Freddie. I go between both of them there too. Oh, <laughs> It's been really awesome again talking to you about uh, all this too. And, you know, I think it's great to be able to, you know, have more of that consciousness of like running and then change the whole view, like you mentioned, because I, I could see how people could look at it that way. And and I think what you guys have going on is, is just really great for the community, for everyone in the area. I know you told me that there's people from like even out of the 209 that are like coming down and joining yeah. you guys. And, and it's great when you have something like that that can bring people of like, everywhere in the area to come and, and train with you guys and and look forward to that next goal whether it's a race or just the personal goal of just you know r- running and just uh, staying healthy as well i think all that is is awesome so yeah thank you again for for being on the podcast well thank you for having me i really appreciate you taking the time yeah and just a quick plug too for my podcast state of the republic it's my soccer podcast i mentioned every now and then here on on this one too 
we'll be talking a little bit more about I train soccer, which is something else that you have going on too. So if anyone wants to hear more of that story, I'll send everyone over to that podcast uh, when when we record that because that hasn't been recorded yet. But we'll be talking more about that if anyone wants to know more about the soccer side of things. Maybe they were really interested in knowing that. I'm saving the space for the other show. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah, more more than willing to to go there as well. Once again, thank you to Luis, also known as uh, Freddie, <laughs> for being on the 209 journey. Always great to learn more about the world of running. And like I said, I'm a runner myself. There's always much to learn in in that practice. And a lot of you listening, maybe if you aren't into running, maybe you've got inspired into maybe going out and it doesn't matter how far you run. It really is a different experience when you get to go out for a run. And there's just a lot of benefits that, that come with it. And heck, you might be listening to me right now while you're out going for a walk. When you're jogging, running, and so you could also listen to podcasts, which uh, I've done before, and you know you're able to learn about maybe different things or just be entertained, depending on the podcast that you're listening to. But there's just a lot of things that you could do while running, or, or just again simply going out for a walk, and it, it's really inspiring to hear of people of like all backgrounds, of all ages, just going out there and going to their weekly meetings that they have just throughout the 209. And it's it's nice. It's nice to see groups like that that are out there promoting these things and encouraging the public to uh, go out and, and experience things that they've experienced as well, just as Luis was saying. And it, it's, it's great. And I hope that anyone listening right now, if you haven't gone to a race yet, go experience one, even if you don't initially actually are a part of it in the sense of actually like running or just walking out in one just go out there cheer on people who are running maybe get a feel for what it's like to be at a race and then maybe decide if it's for you and if it's not for you egg you could be out there and and cheering people on and still going out for walks and just running on your own not being a part of a race uh that that's that's good as well because it really makes a difference when people are out there cheering on others and as Liz mentioned Having that run in New York and having people cheer you on every step of the way is just something that motivates any runner out there because, yes, when you're out there running, you go through moments where you are not sure if you're going to be able to keep on running or if you're just going to finish the race walking. And when you have people motivating you like that, I think it encourages anyone, no matter how you're feeling, to just keep going, even if it means uh, jogging instead of running. <laughs> but to make sure that you get to that finish line and even more so when you're dealing with those really long races like half marathons and full marathons. I mean, those can certainly take a toll on you. And I haven't experienced one yet, as I mentioned. I'm going to be doing the half marathon in the Modesto Marathon next March. So it's going to be quite the run <laughs> and, and they do take a few hours, but there's nothing like being able to be out there. And if you're able to actually like absorb the atmosphere, I know it's not always easy to do so, but it's nice to be able to uh, run here locally as well, being able to say like, hey, yeah, I, I did that run. I, I did the course and doesn't matter what time you get. Uh, of course, it's always nice to have a goal in mind to beat a certain time to maybe have a certain pace per mile and all that. But hey, the fact is, if you're out there doing the run, if you finish a run, that's already a big accomplishment because not everyone does that and not everyone has that motivation. But thankfully, there are clubs like Luis's Club here with Mile Chasers that can help you with that motivation and can help you if you have any questions with running or if you're looking for a running coach, then you have Luis there, <laughs> a certified running coach. So definitely look into them if you are thinking about getting into running or if maybe you're already a runner yourself and you just want to improve your running, send Luis a message if you're looking for a running coach or if you're looking into a race or if you just have any questions in general. Well, again, everyone, if you're not following The 209 Journey on social media, please give the podcast a follow. You can find it at The 209 Journey on Facebook, X, formerly Twitter, and Instagram. That would be really awesome. And if you have any suggestions on future guests for the show, feel free to send a message on any of those three social media platforms. Everyone listening now, thank you so much for listening to this episode and for all the support on social media, 
on the listens. I know there's people who've gone back and listened to previous episodes. Thank you so much. If you want to binge watch, or I should say binge listen, (laughs) all the episodes, feel free to do so. I've recorded quite a few and I'm getting closer to episode 50. I mean, I'm 11 episodes away and I have great surprise for y'all for that episode. I'm really excited about it. So I can't wait to share that with y'all. And if things are going the way they are, which they should be going a weekly episode, I should be able to get to episode 50 sometime in February of next year. So uh, be on the lookout for that. Uh, I'm going to have more uh, insights as to what that episode will entail uh, once I get closer to that episode. But uh, it it is just right around the corner. I mean, next episode will be episode 40. So uh, I'm certainly getting there. (laughs) All right, everyone. Have a great day or night whenever you might be listening to this. And you'll hear me next week here on the 209 Journey Podcast.